Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at... This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's Fourth Estate. Sponsored by Light Orlando, delivering hope together. Hey, welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate, everyone. We here in Central Florida love the theme parks. It seems like we live in Candyland, right? We get our choices of all the big attractions. Matt, what if someone actually told you, you know, you can go to school and you can learn to do everything at those theme parks. You can manage the theme parks. I'm like, you shut your mouth right now. There is no such major. There's no such job. That's a very aggressive answer. You <laughs> shut your mouth right now. That's, that's like telling somebody a dream and then taking it back. But it's not a dream. This is real. Ginger, your intros are the absolute best. Yes, they are. So today we're talking about a brand new degree you can get from the University of Central Florida. And I'm going to read it. And I want to get it right. <laughs> Theme park and attraction management. Okay. As a father with daughters who one of them is heading to college this year, you think of like degrees that would make you the sound of them, you know, like I'm going to go get a degree in dance or art or theme parks. You think I like- I want to be an actor. We should, yeah, it's like, you kind of think maybe, uh, honey, can we read? But this one, there could be some real money and there's a lot of jobs in the future. And so to talk about this, we have Carissa Baker. She is an associate professor, UCF. She's also helping to sort of massage this program into life here. And it's a, it's a whole fascinating ordeal and certainly has a lot to do with Central Florida. Carissa, thank you so much for joining us on Florida's Fourth Estate. Great to be here. Oh, man. This is, uh, I'm excited because this has a lot to do with the industry that really is the lifeblood of our community in Central oh. Florida. So can you start off by just telling us, why is this needed? What, what's the importance of this? Yeah, so nice to be here. I'm excited to talk about this new degree. So as you probably know, one of the coolest things about Orlando is that it is the theme park capital of the world. Mm -hmm. And at UCF, we already had, um, you know, a couple of ways that you could explore that. So for instance, we have a, a master's in theme design, you know, to be a, a theme park designer. But we realized that there is a need to have um, at, at the undergraduate level a full on major in managing theme parks. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But probably the best one is there's a lot of theme parks here and a lot of the major operators around the world who we see as kind of the top global operators. We have nearly all those operators here in Orlando already. So there was tons and tons of interest from students. And so we're just happy that we were able to get a whole major ready for them starting this fall. Okay, yeah, so you start this fall. Tell me, like, how are you ch picking and choosing the subjects and what, what are they learning while they're in these courses? Um, that's a really great uh, subject in itself because this program has been under development for two years now. And we chose the approach where we said we really wanted to know, first of all, from the industry. So we sought input from our industry partners, uh, anyone from Disney and Universal and SeaWorld to Kennedy Space Center and some of the uh, small local operators that you might think of as well. 
and we said, what do you need our students to know when they become leaders in the industry? So kind of what are those gaps? We did already have some classes in theme parks, but we said, what else do we need um, to really kind of satisfy what you need in a very innovative, dynamic industry? And then we also polled our students. So what are what is it like in our program now? And what kinds of things you think could be added for the future? And then we talked to, we're very lucky that Rosen College has had kind of theme park curriculum. We had a um, certificate, we had coursework for a long time. So we have a lot of alumni who are also already in the industry. So we also talked to them and said, hey, what kind of stuff do we need? And we came up in the end with three pillars, which are management, creativity and technology. And the idea is that you're gonna understand kind of how complex the industry is. So the business end of theme parks is important, but so is the cool creative process. And so is the the kind of sciency engineering part of, of the industry. So they will learn all of those things uh, when they take this program. Very cool. Uh, I wanna get down to brass tacks here quick as a, uh, one of my old news directors <laughs> used to say, Matt, let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, so when you think of theme park jobs, many of those jobs people get, maybe they're in high school, maybe they're in college. These are not the jobs we're talking about right now. These sort of what used to be considered low wage jobs. Now, uh, Disney and Universal are kind of upping those up to $17 an hour, maybe $20 an hour jobs. What kind of jobs are we talking about and what kind of money can these kids make when they get out of school? Our kind of ideal student would be someone who wants to go to those upper echelons of management. So maybe they want to manage an attraction, they want to manage an area of a park, they want to manage a line of business within a park. So anything from attractions or the rides, food and beverage, merchandise, there's a lot of different kind of in-park jobs. But then we also have a lot of alumni who do kind of back of house positions. So we have people do project management and um, strategy and development, revenue management. So all of these are gonna be the types of jobs um, this is gonna help prepare you for. And you can definitely make up to the, the six figures within these top management positions. Although a lot of the starting wages tend to be more towards the 60, 70, 80 range. Okay. Yeah, and there there is a big demand for all of these workers. You know, we always uh, uh, tout the numbers as to how many people come here to visit our beautiful theme parks. But you know, being being tasked to educate those people, like I think they said something like Universal will need like fourteen thousand uh, workers in the coming years, and you guys will probably play a big role in that because they probably will get internships at those places and get hands-on experience. Is that right? That's absolutely right. So um, Disney and Universal are already our number one and two employers um, for our internships. So a lot of students already do their internships at theme parks, although we do have a lot of also national opportunities. So we have students who will go out of state and then even some students who do international. I think that's kind of one of the most important aspects when thinking about why is a degree necessary, this has really become a global industry. So really kind of exciting stuff going on um, all around. But in case anyone hasn't looked at a map, um, UCF Rosen College of Hospitality Management is across the street from Universal's Epic Universe. So that is very convenient for wow. us. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like the kids could just walk across the street. And that's very important. I feel like at college these days, so many kids go and they get a degree that's like a pie in the sky. Maybe they won't ever use it and they still pay all this money and get into all this debt. So are we expecting a pretty good ratio of kids who finish this major and then go across the street and work at a Universal or a Disney or someplace like that. 
Yeah, and I, I'm proud to say that UCF Rosen College of Hospitality Management already has a phenomenal job placement rate. So we're always hovering between 97 and 99%, wow. which is phenomenal. Um, absolutely one of the best. There's a reason we're in the you know very best uh, of this type of college, hospitality and tourism college in the nation. But we absolutely expect that those opportunities will be there. And if you think about, let's just say a park like Epic Universe, they want 14,000 employees, yeah. but hundreds of those employees will be in the management level. And this is kind of the way it is at, at lots of the, the theme parks that are, you know, as we continue to expand, you see that Universal is already developing parks in Texas, for instance. Um, this is going to only continue to expand. And again, those international opportunities, I think, are, are kind of really, really exciting um, to see as well. It seems like these skills would translate into the real world in almost any job, right? Uh, 100%. So we we all know that we might maybe change our path um, as we go through college. I must say that I started by working in the theme park industry, but I didn't necessarily know I was going to become a theme park professor. So you never know where <laughs> you're going to end that up. One? <laughs> I, I certainly did not uh, guess that, but I, I will say that the cool thing is that the things you're going to learn in this degree, you're going to learn hospitality management, which I think is very transferable everywhere. You're going to learn about business how business operates, but you're also going to get the creative aspect and how do you design a space? How do you design experiences for guests? And then you're going to look at that technology and innovation piece. And all of those, I think, are very transferable to other areas as well, even if they do decide after that they don't want to be in theme parks. Um, but I should say our, our students, the ones we have right now, I'm the advisor for a, a student organization called the Future Theme Park Leaders Association. <laughs> and and if our incoming students are anything like them, these students are passionate about the theme park industry. What would be the number one job getting out? Highest paying. Tell us about that job, like the pie in the sky, very best opportunity for somebody who graduates from this program. What would you CEO. say it is? Well, right. not, you oh, can't, yeah. not, uh, yeah, yeah. not immediately going to be CEO, <laughs> but you know, something fairly realistic. Right. I So I would say that the average job that our students are going to get is probably going to be that operations manager. But we have had, for instance, an alumni from Rosen College who became the vice president of one of the Disney theme parks. And so I think that is a viable oh, career wow. choice. If you if you work your way up and you you have both the education and the experience, I can really see that happening for several of our students. I mean, is there a better Love way it. to sum You're it up? Carissa Baker, thank you so much. Uh, best of luck <laughs> with the brand new. Let me get it right. Theme Park and Attraction <laughs> Management School at UCF. If you want to check it out, you can uh, find a bunch of stuff of it, it. online. It. So thank you so awesome. much, Chris. We appreciate you. From getting a degree in theme park management to looking at what's next in the industry. Stay with us as we talk to the man in charge of coordinating some of the biggest players in the theme park industry. What he has to say about safety and the rides of the future. Welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. Earlier in the show, we talked about the Florida University now offering a theme park degree. Now we are checking out what's new in the theme park industry. There is a company that keeps very close track of it. It is called IAPA, and their CEO is named Jakob Wall. Uh, from Germany, just got to Florida 12 months ago. He's already getting bitten by mosquitoes and attacked by snakes and hurricanes and everything else. So, oh, welcome to Florida. First off, we're You're glad to have you here. Now. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Now that you've been introduced to Florida, you get to be on Florida's fourth estate. Jakob, first off, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Matt and Ginger. It's great to be with you. Oh, it is uh, totally our pleasure. So, so let's talk about everybody. We have a lot of theme park junkies in our neck of the woods. Uh, what does IAPA do? What is the main goal for you guys, the, the company that you are the CEO of? IAPA is actually the global association for the attractions industry. So we represent approximately 7,000 members worldwide. That includes amusement parks, water parks, zoos, museums, FECs, you name it. They are part of our organization, but we also represent suppliers to the industry. So whoever builds anything which you see and which you can experience in the theme parks, they are affiliated with us and we actually support them and bring them together to promote the industry, but also to learn from each other and to try to create a framework where amusement parks can actually operate in the best way. Yeah, we love that this convention comes to town every year and for obvious reasons too. And we get to see sneak peeks of things that are heading our way. What would you say is probably in the time that you've been doing it, your favorite thing to experience at something like this? Because the convention center is huge and you guys fill it. Well, it's like, you know, a kid in the candy store. When we have the expo here, you know, it's 35, 40,000 people. You have inflatables, you have arcade games, you have even a small roller coaster being built up to just really show our, our attendees what is new in the industry, what are the trends and all of that. Besides, we have a huge conference program at those expos where you really can learn from each other and the aspects of operations, marketing, safety, all those things. And it's literally, you know, it's like a class reunion. You have park operators from all across the world. They see what Orlando has in store in terms of attractions and to exchange with, with each other, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And that is that is really, really fun. And it's a wonderful industry to work with because they all share their, their results and their experiences with each other. The industry is getting pretty interesting these days. It used to be you sat in a big chair, they closed this giant thing down on you, and then you go around on a roller coaster. Now we're seeing some different stuff. Okay, over at Universal, where the Austin family uh, tends to go, you can sit on a motorcycle or in a sidecar and go through a crazy ride. <laughs> the new ride at SeaWorld, you're actually sort of quasi standing up. It's acting like you're surfing on the coaster. Is this the trend to sort of get people out of the seat? Well, we, we sometimes say, you know, delivering the same services to the same people is stagnation. And I think our industry is huge about innovation. You just mentioned Pipeline, the new surf coaster at SeaWorld. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was announced last year at our expo here in Orlando. I did it. It was fantastic. So it is literally where you can see how things come together. And yes, I think what you say is right. You also see Tron, you know, you, you experience different ways of sitting on a coaster. They're highly immersive. You know, it's, it's not just a coaster anymore, but it tells, it tells a storyline. And this is what we see in, in a lot of, in a lot of variety. You see technology adding to the experience. And with all this innovation, we got to talk about ride safety. I have a couple of questions about ride <clears> safety <throat> because in Orlando, we've certainly seen uh, what can happen when things go awry. We had a terrible incident down on iDrive where a 14-year-old kid uh, fell out of a drop ride uh, and died. And it has just been horrific to watch all of that. So can you tell us where IAPA stands when it comes to ride safety on these rides and making sure that when that even though we're pushing the limits and even though we're trying new things, that people, when they put their kids on these rides, they'll still be safe. 
first of all, obviously what happened was a tragic accident and we are very sorry that this happened, but I can guarantee you that safety is the number one priority for our industry. So we as an association bring together the leading operators and engineers from all across the world to try to elevate safety, you know, to really think about what can we do more. And, and for whatever reason, you know, it is literally that we try to get together to learn from each other, to see what worked and also what didn't work, you know, that, we, that nothing will happen ever again of the same kind. We're also seeing ride safety in some ways get a little bit political. We've seen recently there's been a spat between Governor DeSantis and Disney in which he has wanted to take over the ride safety and kind of put it more in the state's hands. Disney's sort of been in charge of that for itself for a long time, and it, and it has been safe. Does, does IAPA have a preference on that, a state overseeing these inspections or the companies themselves? I, I prefer not to comment on that individual case between Disney and DeSantis, but I can tell you that Disney has an excellent safety record. Disney has always been on the forefront of, of safety globally. I think the industry today is a better place in terms of safety, thanks to the efforts of, of Disney and many others. And I'm not sure if, if how that would help actually the already excellent um, safety records of, of, of Disney. But that is something which, you know, other parties are, are, are discussing more heavily and, and it is up to them to hopefully find a solution for that. And I know that you see the best of the best, Jakob. I know you see the latest trends. You get to go to all the places. And Ginger and I, we don't get to see. We, there are plenty of rides in Orlando and Tampa Bay, Bush Gardens and wherever that we have not gotten to try. So if you were a tourist, if you were headed to Florida, what would be the one ride that you would say, you have to try this thing because it's ridiculous? Oh, that is a very good question. It depends a lot on who you're going with. You know, if, oh. if I go probably with my with my younger daughter, you know, it is most likely uh, Elsa frozen at Epcot. You know, if it's with my with my buddies, it is definitely Hagrid's. But then if I go with the whole family, it might be H2O Island Water Park because it's a it's a great day out. I recently had the pleasure to to visit Discovery Cove, which is, I think, an amazing experience. Oh, it's so cool. Is, which yeah. is hard to replicate anywhere else in the world. So you see, you know, it depends a lot on on who you're going with and what you want to explore on that day and what your mood is. It's like I trying love to, that answer because it covered everything. I, I was like, I wanted one. <laughs> it's like trying to pick your favorite child, I suppose. But I'm a Velocicoaster hard, you know, guy. Have you done the Velocicoaster? That thing is I have, insane. I have, yes, it, it is also insane, but it's hard. You know, if I would ask you, you have... You know, you have what would be your favorite car? I mean, there's a good car for the city. There's a good car for the racetrack. There's a good car for off-road. You know, it's, it's hard to pick because we have such a diverse offer in our industry. And, you know, and, and I could spend weeks here to, to visit all of those. Jakob, thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, IAPA does a ton of work with our theme parks, and, and we appreciate that. And we appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk about some of these topics with us. And uh, thanks for having me. And see you hopefully at a park or at the Expo in November. And thank you for watching. You can download Florida's Fourth Estate from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus. And while you're there, check out this episode where we go beyond the gate of Super Nintendo World. Welcome. <gasps> oh my gosh. <gasps> That's fantastical. I'm going to have Jim just pan real quick, <laughs> give you an overshot of it. Okay. Oh. I, I get love the it. Coins. I like seeing the coins there. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
or this episode where we talk to two Florida python hunters or where we strip down and tell you all about Florida's $4 billion new tourism industry. There are also live camps. Hundreds of people sit down just to enjoy the beach from home, overlook the city beautiful, or watch the cruise ships come in. It's all available free on New 6 Plus. Just download the New 6 Plus app on your smart TV and keep watching.